Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a call, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. The views and opinions expressed here on the Call Cheryl Hun podcast are those of myself and podcast guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any company discussed. Any content provided by myself and podcast guests are of their opinion and are not intended to defame any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Each week on the podcast, we will hear your MLM stories and also discuss MLMs like Beachbody, along with the problematic Heinz, super trainers, and CEOs who recruit using pain points and other sleazy tactics. This is not just another anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to prevent anyone from making the same mistake I made for the past eight years while I was in an MLM cult. If you want to share your story, email me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or send me a DM over on Instagram at callcherylhine. Now remember, when I'm not pulling back the BS on Beachbody, you'll find me here on my podcast or hanging out in my Instagram stories. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or you might miss something juicy. Now sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink or snack and enjoy the show. Hey fam, Cheryl here. I'm just jumping on to give you a quick content warning. This episode contains content that may be alarming and trigger some listeners. Please check the show notes for more detailed description and take care of yourself. Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun podcast. Yes, I said Call Cheryl Hun podcast. Your host is Cheryl Spears. And if you notice that the name got shorter, that's because it has. So now we are called from now on Call Cheryl Hun podcast because this is a, this is designed for us to have a conversation with former and current Huns if they are willing to sit down with me and go over what the M- the MLM they were in it, that they were in and try to have a general conversation. But today I have an amazing guest. Her name is Peggy Smalls and she is actually the moderator for the Huns Snark one of the moderators. One of the moderators, thank you. The moderators. <laughs> Snark Reddit thread. And if you are not familiar with that, you will be to, at the end of this podcast. Welcome, Heggy. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Yes, yes. So how, so I think what I would like for people to get to know about you is you don't need to go into any further into like deep details, but what is one, one thing that you can share with people that shows that you're a real person? That I'm a real person. Um, Yes that I was very nearly, um, I guess, roped into doing Beachbody myself right after my daughter was born. And at the time, I simply didn't have the time or disposable income to do it. And um, I was the person who was trying to recruit me, accused me of um, making excuses and 
I was wow. like, well, unless you can make disposable income and more hours in the day magically appear for me. You know, I mean, I was like everybody else. I was like everybody else probably who was looked at as being a potential hun or somebody that could be amongst their downline. And um, it, it just really stayed with me. I just felt like that was a really kind of a gross thing to do to a mom who was new to being a mom, first of all. And second of all, was adjusting to motherhood and adjusting to being a working mom and just that transition in life. I mean, that's a hard transition to begin with, right? Like you, your brain is solely focused on keeping the baby alive. Correct. And that is it, right? Yep. Yeah. You don't even really think about yourself because you don't, you don't have time to think about yourself. You're either feeding the baby, changing the baby or praying that that baby will sleep more than two hours at a night. So you can <laughs> through it. Right. Yes. So yeah. it, and it's, so you were almost roped in. So you didn't get roped in actually. Yeah, I didn't get roped in. And so the reason I didn't though, I mean, it was really because I didn't have literally didn't have the time and I didn't have the money to do it. Um, and you know, I would say after the fact, um, it felt, it felt really gross. Cause this person I thought was more of a friend to me than they actually turned out to be. Yeah. Cause I'm like, a friend wouldn't do that to you. A yeah. friend wouldn't pray upon you to do that. And then they kind of ghosted me afterwards and we had several mutual friends as well. And so I was, you know, kind of left me kind of confused and kind of, um, it just it left a bad taste in my mouth. Well, you, you know? know, I'll, I'll speak as being a former hun. Okay. And being in that mindset, um, I used to see people as dollar signs and it's so sad for me to say it now. Right. Um, and if somebody would turn me down, I've probably ghosted more people than I can imagine. And it was uncomfortable uh, and not taken up for your friend or taken up for a hun. Right. But it was uncomfortable. Like you, you get a feeling of rejection because you believe in something so much right? Sure. And yep. get a feeling of rejection. And you're like, how can my friend not support me? I mean, I have a really good friend here um, where I live. And I just met her when I first moved here. And I tried to rope her into every MLM that I was in. And every time she would not do it, I would be like, why doesn't she support me? And I would tell my husband that I was like, I just don't get it. She's supposed to be my friend and she doesn't support me and she won't even join. I can help her get healthier. Like I was trying to make that decision for her. So that's, I mean, I can see where, where I can see her side maybe, but then also I think for my former self, I've apologized to a lot of people that I treated that way because sure. it's not right. It's not right at all. You don't, you shouldn't see people as dollar signs. You should see them as people. But isn't that kind of the indoctrination of the MLM mindset when they recruit you? Is that every person, I mean, from what I've been told, every person is a potential client. And I use air quotes when I say that every person is a you know potential member of your downline, a potential opportunity yes. to advance your quote unquote business. Yes. And, yes. Um, so That's no, exactly. They tell you to, to go after your warm market. That's what they tell you to do. And your warm market is who you try to go after the most sure. because a lot of these top beach body hunts have actually built their business off of their warm market. Like I know for a fact that a top beach body coach has three people in her family stacked right underneath her. And th that's how she makes her six figures every year. Wow. She think through them. So imagine that, right? So that's their, that's how they get you. Like they do, they make you believe that every, 
listen, if I would have been at Beachbody Hunt still, my oldest son just turned 18. He would have been a Beachbody coach. Wow. That's how crazy it is. That's the thought process that they have. So I know that we, so you were never roped in, which you were very smart and I'm very glad that you didn't, but you're very passionate about what you do on the Hunt Snark Reddit. Um, it's actually one of my favorite places to go. Uh, and I'm not saying that because you're here. I'm just saying that because I'll be like, some days I'll be like, okay, so I wonder what so-and-so is doing because I haven't had time to check my inbox because I'm sure you get tons of screenshots a day and oh, tons sure. of messages a day. And I'll go in and I'll be like, so what is so-and-so you know, up to? Because I like how you all have it separated um, by each hunt. Like the worst one. <laughs> yes. Right? Yep. And um, you all, I mean- there are some people, so we'll just address this part because I'm sure there's people that want to say this. What do you think about when people say that there's nothing but a bunch of bullies over on the Hunt Snark Reddit? What do you um, think? Well, I think that they need to take a long and hard look at what they're doing to others in order to recruit them into their downline before they go and start pointing fingers at supposed bullies on a, you know, a snark thread. Absolutely. And I agree with you 100%, right? Because, yeah. I mean, you got, you all, I, I mean, I can't imagine. I know, I know for a fact, because it's so easy to be anonymous on Reddit, that we, that you do have a ton of Beachbody coaches that see your stuff. And I can only imagine. Um, so that's, I, that's great that I hear you say that because it's the same thing. It's the same message that I try to preach every single day is if you're, if you feel like I'm a bully, why don't you turn around and point the finger at yourself? Well, and, you know, the other side of this is that when you look at what, you know, the definition of a bully is, it's a bully is someone who takes advantage of somebody um, when they have a, um, a greater position of power over that person. Yeah. So yeah. if you compare like our, I mean, if you compare our, what, almost 16,000 subscribers on Huntsnark to the hundreds of thousands of followers that Emily Faber has, the 70 some thousand followers that Amy has, um, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Exactly. I yeah. agree with you 100%. I 100% agree with you. Now, um, I also have another question that I was asked. Um, do you need more moderators? That's something that moderators. I have people that are willing to volunteer for you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Always needing more moderators. Um, if anyone would like to, gosh, yeah, let's connect after this because it seems that, you know, right... Um, you know, different points in the year, the moderators that we have right now are all just, you know, they get busy, life, family, things just kind of come up and it's a little bit different for each one. But yeah, any help, I mean, it takes, it takes a team and we would love that. Okay. All right. So you heard that here first, if you would like to be a moderator, um, well, I, is it going to be okay if I put your Instagram in the show notes? Yeah, Absolutely. So I'll put Hagey Small's Instagram in the show, show notes. Well, actually, so I don't really, I have that account, but my main, my main Instagram account is at Moose and Mika's Adventures. Yes. Moose and Mika's Adventures. I will yeah. put your Sorry, account that's confusing, but yeah. our, our show notes. Yes. Okay, um, and that way they can connect with you and figure out how they can become a moderator. Absolutely. Um, also, so on, on, what I wanted to do on this podcast is, I, I want to have a conversation, right? And most of the conversation, especially the fact of the matter that um, I have you on here, um, I'd like to have a conversation about what brought about the first 
Hun Snark page? Like, what were you thinking when you set it up? So, um, gosh, I, I almost have the other moderator here with me to talk about that, but I think she'd be in agreement with this. Um, so we had been kind of like snark buddies and we had been on blog snark oh. and um, blog snark is just, um, it's another snark page on Reddit. It's, it's very, it's huge. I think there are over a hundred thousand subscribers at this point, but um, there was an MLM thread on that subreddit. And eventually right around the time when it was found out that Storm had a domestic violence past and um, someone had gotten a hold of it and they'd posted some of the information. The blog snark mods had vetoed that and cut us off and said, look, you know, you can't do that here. And, you know, it's behind a paywall. You can't share that. And, you know, our point was that, well, just because it's a behind a paywall doesn't mean that it's not still public record. Right. So it's not like we're, it's not like this is a sealed file somewhere and we're like leaking it. It's just, it was behind a paywall. Someone had it. Um, and so we're like, well, let's start our, let's start our own thing. And then we can kind of do what we want. And, um, you know, maybe we still wanted to have rules, but I mean, change the rules so that they're like a little bit more accommodating. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people would think that, so back on that, right? So one of the things that you said about Storm, and a lot of people might not know who Storm is, right? So Storm, who is Storm? Storm is the second, the, oh, I would argue the rebound husband of Amy Brack Rada Bailey, mm -hmm. the Rack Rada or the Bailey. Um, she, he is uh, the second husband of Amy Bailey. Uh, well, she was Amy Rada, but now she's Amy Bailey. And um, he has a rather dark past. He has um, had some, he nearly murdered his ex-wife, his ex-wife. Wow. By strangling her. And at one point she had come forward and she had, um, I can't remember if it was on Blog Snark or if it was on Hun Snark, but she had talked, she or a member of her family had talked about what had happened. And there was just a whole bunch of manipulation to get her out of the state when the court case was happening. So she couldn't testify. And it was, I mean, this, he was, he was charged with felony domestic violence. Like these were, these are big deal charges. And from what I understand, the only way that she survived was because a neighbor called the police. What? Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's kind of awful. And, and um, no. And so he is now married to the wonderful Amy Bailey. Oh, yes. Yep. Okay. So. I guess since we're going there, we're going to go there, right? <laughs> sure. Um, one of the people that I don't really touch on on my page is Amy Bailey. And the reason that I don't is because I will say every time I do, somebody, the last time I post about, posted about Amy on my, on my page, simply talking about how she was just, her and Storm were trash, right? Yep. Accurate, yep. <laughs> Me and... Um, Jen and Amber and Amy and DC all got harassed by a by one person who literally would not leave us alone to where it came down to the point where we had to call the cops on a wellness check for her. Wow. And it got crazy. So I don't understand. There's a lot of people that won't touch Amy Bailey. Can you explain to us why people won't touch Amy Bailey? Well, I think Amy has a track record of um, having a very um, succinct reputation in Beachbody. She started 
like, you know, many of the people that she tends to, I guess, you know, rope into her downline. She was a teacher. She was married. She, um, for all intents and purposes, had this cute little life, you know, in a small town in Wisconsin. She, uh, everything was perfect until, until it wasn't. And then, you know, her, she got divorced and then almost immediately found Storm. Yeah. And then they, within their, like, I guess their first few dates set a wedding venue yeah, it's really bizarre. Um, but as you know, to why people won't touch her or why people think that, you know, she's, I guess this, um, perfect, per I think that a lot of people believe that because of what she, her narrative of it. Yeah. Her narrative of it is the narrative, um, that is overwhelmingly, um, put in front of others who aren't aware of Hansnark, who aren't aware of the Instagram pages. Yeah. And so, um, until people come across it, they're not aware and either people will come across it and say, I had no idea. My God. Now I've seen the police report. I've seen yeah. of violence report. Oh my God. What, what happened? And I had no idea. Or they'll say that's fake. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. And it's like, nope, that's, that's not fake. Yeah. She had two children, um, two, you know, two twin dot, uh, you know, the twin daughters and, um, one of them during her COVID Cinco de Mayo birthday party died. They got drunk on tequila and margaritas and illicitly used Adderall and were smoking pot. And I mean, there's a whole police report um, that I can also um, provide to you. So you can put it in show notes if you'd like, um, that's yeah. up to you, but it is hundred percent factual. This is an actual document that is from the Colorado Springs police department. It is nothing about it is false. It has been redacted, um, the sensitive information by the police department. Yeah. It's public record. Um, yeah. We also have a 911 call. Yeah, I've heard that. Yep. Yeah. And so, no, this isn't fake. And, you know, the cognitive dissonance, I think, among the Beachbody, I call it a cult in particular, yeah. it's astounding to me. People it's are willing to look the other way. And I, I just, I can't understand it. And so... One thing that I haven't that I so one of the questions that I get is if Amy Bailey and Storming or Storm Bailey um or Avian Storm and I'm mentioning their real names because they are public figures. Yeah, everything's so, public. Yep, everything's public. So if they, so let's say, what I've had the question. So if it's true, why aren't they in jail? Yeah, that's a thing too, you know, and there's a lot of, you know, we had a lot of people um, on the subreddit who people who were either social workers or attorneys or, you know, worked in um, the social work field or, you know, in the foster system. And, you know, a lot of, there were many people, which quite frankly, I have to say, I don't disagree with who chalked it up to them being wealthy and white. Had it been a person of color, um, a couple of color, um, I don't know that they would have had the same outcome. We've seen them not have the same outcome. Correct. I mean, just, just a couple of couple, about a year or so ago, there was a black lady who went into the hospital to take her son in. She went in multiple times and I can't remember what news story this was, but I, I remember it because I had the conversation with my husband. She had went to the doc, to the hospital multiple times to find out what was wrong with her child. And she couldn't figure out what it was up until the fact of the matter that they finally decided to take the baby away from her, saying that she was neglecting the child. And she had been going to the hospital trying to get 
the baby help. So this is what doesn't make any sense to me. And I think you're 100% right. I think because they are white and wealthy, that's the privilege that they had to be able to stay out of jail for it. Well, I think that's part of it. You know, um, I also think that, you know, this this was clearly not Storm's first run-in with the police, the police. or the law, especially um, as a matter that pertains to alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, the domestic violence charges with his first wife, those were all... Um, really the catalyst for it was alcohol and mm-hmm. drinking um in the police report the officer asks them if they'd be willing to go to the hospital to have to be tested and they both declined oh. um so there there was that also I mean they knew what they were doing I mean storm and from what I mean I'm pretty don't quote me on this I'm pretty sure though that he probably I'm from what I heard a rumor I'm pretty sure he hired the same attorney that he used for Oh, that. probably. So, I'm yeah. pretty sure he did. If what if you usually hire the attorney that gets you out off the first time. I mean, that right. would be um, so all right. So we've 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 established that um Amy and Storm Bailey are horrible people. Yes. Um, and we've established what they've done. How do you feel about the fact of the matter that they've basically so why have they erased so I've noticed I went onto her page the other day and yeah. the baby that's that passed away Berkeley is what what was her name her name was Berkeley so Berkeley there's nothing there's nothing nothing and nobody questions that well people do question it but here's the thing when people when when questions are brought up they're immediately deleted and people are blessed and released which is the you know code word for being blocked or not so code word but um, they are, people are blocked for asking about her. And, you know, this is all part of, you know, Amy and her narrative. If she, I have a feeling that if she were to come forward and say, you know, Berkeley died and it's tragic and we feel terrible. And this is what we've done to remedy the situation and better our lives and our choices, you know, for our children who are here, like when you know better, you do better. Right. And if she were to acknowledge that and really um, kind of live the message that she so preaches on Instagram about redemption and, you know, about, you know, being better today than you were yesterday and all that goes with it, I have a feeling that, you know, there would be some people who probably would unfollow and it wouldn't be for them. And I understand that. But then there are some people who would probably really appreciate the candor and the honesty of that and um I think that they would be more forgiving of it but she's kind of the one that's perpetuating this ongoing uh uh reference to what happened to Berkeley because she did it's it's almost as though she denies that she was ever here at all and I think that's really damaging for Amy I think it's damaging for Paisley Uh, I think um I think that family is going to be in a world of hurt you know years from now yeah and uh I just I think that she's kind of the thing that's driving all of the curiosity and all of the um inquiry as to as to Berkeley and what happened and she's from what we understand she's told I think Ashley Molstead or Ashley Molstead referenced something that her friend's kid died of SIDS this was not SIDS read the police report nothing about this was SIDS okay Yeah. yeah this child was suffocated because they passed out and they were blackout drunk and the child suffocated. So yeah. Yeah. It I wasn't think. and the baby was actually on oxygen. Correct? correct. Yep. 
So, and, and back on the fact of the matter of like, if she was to, um, you know, basically re say redemption for her sins and like actually acknowledge it. Right. Um, the thing is, is that <laughs> she wouldn't do that because this is the thing. And this goes in hand in hand with all of beach body coaches, all of the beach body coaches. Cause I solely focus on beach body. Okay. Yep. Yep. All of them live a fake life. They all, there are, there's a way that they portray themselves on Instagram. A curated narrative. A curated narrative. Yeah. Yep. And so if Amy was to do that, her curated narrative is completely gone. Correct. Completely. Because people are going to be like, because most of her newer followers see her as a Jesus loving mama. Sure, Jan. And, you know, you can still love Jesus and, and have sins in the past and still committed something, right? You could, you could still love Jesus and, and ask for forgiveness. But most people will say, because I've gotten this pushback about Joel and Megan, because um, I've definitely spoke out about that one. Um, what is it your business? What she does? And I'm like, oh. the bit. so answer me that. What is it your business on how so she portrays herself? When you're using a false narrative to make money off of people, that's a problem, right? okay? She's using a story that's not even hers. The story she's telling isn't her own. And she's telling it to profit off of other people. And that is a problem. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, I can't understand why she isn't scrutinized more and I hope that she inevitably is and it's it's not per se that I wish for the downfall of Amy I wish for Amy to see that this is um damaging to everyone including her and you know her own child and I wish that she could put you know her children and their health and well-being before her can I swear her fucking narrative sorry <laughs> you know what I mean um this narrative it's just toxic and it's just, it is yeah it is really toxic and I'm not going to get into it too much but I will say that you know I have an 11 year old son who's grown up with social media yeah. so we we know all children right now are growing up in the social media world yeah. all yeah. of my 11 year old's pictures are all on the internet like they're all in Facebook or they're on my Google Drive I don't have them in a, in a book or anything like that. Yep, They're all. Yep. So when Amy's the oldest is the one that was the twin, correct? Yes. So, yeah. So, and her name is Paisley. Paisley. Yep. Paisley and Berkeley were twins. So when Paisley gets older and, um, she's going to be like, um, where's, where's my sister? Like, right. where is all this? And you have to answer to that. So, because, and you're going to have to really tell her the truth as to why you didn't push that narrative or talk about it on social media when you were building your empire, right? Because right. you wanted to make money and that would have caused you not to make money. Correct. Yeah. Well, and there, there is that. So like you have the dishonesty part of it, right? And then there's the part of it where you're going to have to look your your precious child in the eyes and tell her why you've um, deleted her twin sister that you negligently killed from existence when you used a false narrative of the story to sell things to make money. Look at your child in the eyes and say that. Um, I can't imagine doing that. I couldn't imagine. I'm not saying like I'm a perfect parent. I'm not. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine doing that. 
Yeah, nobody's a perfect parent. We'll we'll say that, right? There's really right. no perfect. We all make mistakes. Absolutely. But it the, there's there's different mistakes and there's horrifying mistakes, and that's well, a horrifying, a terrible mistake. Well, and here's the other side of it. So, in an, you know, in, this, in a little bit of an unusual kind of circumstance, right? Like Paisley is going to be able to Google her mother yeah. eventually. And she's going to see all of this and she's going to be like, well, mom, what about this? Well, what about this? What's Amy going to say to her then? There's the police report out there. Is she going to tell her daughter that the police report is fake? Yeah. We've that, seen it. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it happen when people grow up and they their life has been like hidden. Yeah. And all they got to do is Google it and find out the real answers. You mean yeah. daddy was married before and he nearly murdered his first wife? Mommy, why did you marry daddy? You know? Yeah. 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 Answer and that. So now she's pregnant again. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. So we've determined that Amy Bailey and Storm Bailey are horrible people. Like I said before, they are horrible people. As and a matter of opinion, they are. Yes. In our opinion, allegedly in our experience, she they are both horrible. If you need more details on that, please go to the Huntsnark Reddit and view the Amy Bailey and Storm Amy and Storm Bailey section yes we have they have their own thread weekly they have their own thread re- weekly all right so i do have a couple questions about reddit and i know okay. i know that we're going to also do an interview with your other moderator as well so yeah. i won't get in the, we- the weeds so i want to know um why well first of all i love the fact that you gave joel and megan their own thread oh, that you. Perfect. Another redditor had actually suggested that, so I mean, I certainly cannot take credit for that. I didn't; they weren't really on my radar before them, and now I can't look away. What do you think about that? Oh gosh, I think it's I think it's just it's pain emotionally painful to look at the damage of those the child the confusion for the children, the damage that's going to be done um, from all that they're kind of being put through in this moment, watching what's going you know what's happening. I mean, there, there's a lot to unpack there with just Megan, okay? Like Megan has some, you know, body, you know, dysmorphia issues and some disordered eating. And she's obviously undergone a number of procedures to make herself look just a certain way. Um, there's that. But then now with her, oh gosh, my heart broke for them learning that their dad died. Um, their daddy passing away. And uh, with Joel, like where did, I don't, like I was not, aware of them and then he was in the picture and it was right around the time that um was it adam was his name um passed away and i i just can't imagine how that wouldn't be so incredibly painful and confusing for those children and i think that joe is wrong to be placing himself in this situation when they're it's not Megan, just Megan. She's got children here. You've got to think about the children. The children need to come first. And obviously he's, you know, a douche canoe who doesn't know his left. Yeah. Hand, right. But whatever. That's right. That's what he called us. My bad. Douche canoe. <laughs> douche um, canoe. Yeah. So, and um, why is Melissa McAllister listed in there? Cause I'm confused. Why did she get put in there? I am unaware. So at the time, I'm trying to remember um, when I made that thread because I just typed it into auto moderator because someone asked me if we could create a thread and I I don't exactly recall I'd have to go back and look at my messages but it yeah. ended up 
being combined into that one. Um, I can separate them. No, but I, no. But I don't remember why I put them together. No, I think the part of the reason of the why that Melissa's in there is because Melissa was playing both sides of the fence with oh. Brent between Brian, Brianna and Joel. Okay. Um, she was going out and being friends with Brianna and she getting pictures taken and everything. And then she was going on the other side with Joel, right? And yeah. knowing what we know now, how long Joel and Megan have actually been dating, right? Um, so she technically knew probably the entire time. Gross. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. Um, so who, so besides Amy Bailey, yes. who is your favorite Beachbody coach to snark on? Oh gosh. So many of them have dropped now too. Like they've been dropping like flies, haven't they? Um, so as far as like the ones that are most fun to make fun of or the ones that are, um, like they, so to me, there's a difference in the snark. Like there's the ones that are just so much fun to make fun of. And then there's the ones that like, you know, the train wrecks, you can't look away from. Um, Taylor Tereskis is another favorite of mine. I wish I had more time to frequent on her threads, but there's so much going on so much to unpack with her. Um, um, someone close to her family came and asked me if they could do an AMA and they, she did it. And it was just, it was amazing. I was glued to my phone for the better part of 24 to 40. I mean, it was, it's incredible. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was Taylor's half brother's mom <gasps> yeah and so like she just had all this insight and all of this um i think user peggy from fenario she came and she did this and she's a user on that and she's on taylor's thread pretty frequently but um she came and she just she spilled all the tea and it was delicious oh i love it so that's <laughs> one that i don't pay attention to a lot so i'm gonna start paying attention to her um yeah so, because usually, I usually just go back and forth to, like, the the, the normal ones, like Ashley said, because she's a train wreck. That I can't, can't look at, okay, her voice bothers me. Like, she's a train wreck, though. Yes, I mean, the only thing is, is that she, like, for me, I just wish she would be more consistent on her stories, because it's like me watching trash TV, and I right. want to be able to see it. I mean, I've been blocked by multiple accounts, right? Sure. But, um. Why, why did you, what do you think, tra um, tra what did you think Ashley's um, worst, what do you think her worst, I can't, re I can't really think of it. Like we have corporate climber, day, non-day drinker, like what's the worst qualification for, a what's the worst thing that Ashley Molstead has ever done that you all put on the hunt start, red thread? I see, this is one of those moments where I wish I followed her thread more closely because I don't know a lot about her. Like, to me, like I tried to follow her very briefly, but there was so much kind of, there was so much going on with her thread that I found like I was kind of going through a little bit of whiplash. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I can't do this and Amy and Taylor and this. I've got to, yeah. I've got to pick and choose here. So who do you pick and choose? Who, who, who's the person you pick Taylor? I, Taylor Tereskis is one of them. Um, I have to say, so this person used to be in Amy's downline, downline. Um, and she has jumped ship from Beachbody. Can I say this one? Because she's, I still can't not follow her a little bit. Her yeah. name is Steph Gilliland. And she now is doing Amar, Amari or Amar Global. Oh, my. I know. And so she's just really bizarre. And she's obsessed with consumerism. But she's purging her house every day. 
and like her husband is like this teacher public school teacher but they live this crazy rodeo life and um they were very anti-covid and i mean i wish that i could even scratch the surface on all the things that are just <laughs> messed up about her situation but um gosh i mean there she's just very smug and very i think pretentious and very if you don't do things just the way she does then you know you're not really doing life the right way right don't we love those people we do love those people which i have to say are a lot of the huns like that's a quality that seems to you know resonate across the board yeah um so for taylor turkey you how do you say her last name i believe it's tereskis tereskis so she is a beach body hun well okay so she's a beach body hun i guess She's gone to some recent retreat or some recent thing for Beachbody, but she also stepped away and kind of delved into like this, um, I don't know, it was almost like she was becoming like uh, like a, a masturbation instructor. What? Uh, yeah. So she um, she procured this um, this unique wear from some Etsy shop, a crystal a crystal sex toy and um she started wow. ranting about her divine femininity and how she felt called to do this other thing now but beach body is something she was still doing passively but not actively and i think she still makes some income off of it but i don't I, she doesn't shill it as much as she used to or maybe she has lately hasn't lately um i don't know but she's still we can't not she's still involved in beach body uh, she's collecting the passive income, but, but we can't look away. Like some of these stories trail off and you're like, ah, I know you're not in Beachbody anymore, but I can't look away. Stop following. And what would you say to people where they would say, if you don't agree with what they're doing, why do you continue to watch them? Why not? There's a lot of things I don't agree with that I still, I think, I think being um, an observer or being a participant and trying to take an information over somebody else's life or viewpoint, even if you don't agree with it, I think the world would all be better off if more people were willing to do that. I think that we're all made better by um, being exposed to different viewpoints and different ways of doing things. And um, there's been legitimate instances where I've tried to see whether or not, you know, I can see where they're coming from. I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I but I've tried and um I I don't think they see it the same way. You know, Hunstark is not just like a a mean girl page on Reddit. It is it's it exists there. We call ourselves light bringers, you know, um, because it's it's very I think fraudulent in nature to sell these fictitious narratives as a means to make money. Yeah. I mean, the, the the truth of it is the people at the tippy top of the pyramid who are living out all these FOMO lives, that's not realistic. And they're counting on people to fail at the bottom for them to be able to do that. That's a problem. And they don't mention that when they're trying to get people to join. Right. They also don't mention the fact that you have to pay to play. Yeah, that too. And um, like we just, I'm not going to say which Beachbody coach, but we just got like a screenshot confirmation where somebody basically said you have to pay to play hmm. from a top coach. And, um, and, and it's like, they, they, that's, that's illegal. You, you can't do that. So if you, because what happens with Beachbody is if you don't pay, 
your fifteen ninety five a month coach membership fee, right. you don't get your commissions for the month. That's paying to play. You also have to buy a product to make sure that you're making commissions every month because you got to be a product of a product. Well, so, and here's the other thing too. It's like, it's my understanding that, well, and Carl Deichler also um, said as much with his labeling the coaches as a voluntary sales force um, as of recently. But I mean, these are people who are- Wait a second. Unsophisticated volunteered sales thank force. Thank you. I Thank you. That's much appreciated. Um, really, I for, I forgot about that part. Thank you. Um, so, but he had called um he'd called them you know the unsophisticated volunteer sales force and you know really painted them as being just you know dumber than a box of their own hair and um it's these these people are working for free. They're not paid employees. Oh, like and some of them have actually left. Um, legitimate careers and jobs yeah. to become an unsophisticated volunteer salesperson. <laughs> and like, I, I mean, it's, it's mind blowing to me because it's right. like, do, I mean, I used to be that person. My full goal, what, like when I hear stuff like this, my full goal was to just be a work from home mom. Sure. And a hun, like a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom. And I was going to just make money with Beachbody. And I wasn't making anything. So I don't understand. Like most of these people, the top the top Beachbody huns like you were talking about, yeah, they can afford to do that because everybody at the bottom is failing and paying their way through Beachbody. Well, because what they're also not showing is that they have hired help, huh. that they have people that are watching. How many of these top ones do you actually see being real parents to their kids? Right. It's not happening because it can't happen because we all know that when you have a child in the same room that you're you know, trying to get something done, it's just, you simply cannot be a quality parent and a quality volunteer salesperson at the same time. No, you know, yeah, really can't. Um, so one other, one, one other thing I wanted to ask, probably yeah. a few. So can we please get our own thread for Carl Deichler on, um, the Heinstark Reddit thread. Absolutely. I'll write this down. Wonderful. Um, and I also want to thank, and I guess I could wait until I do the interview with you and the other moderator um, or the final. I would really like to thank you all because 100% you all and um, a lot of the people that are on, you, you basically have helped me grow to be able to have this podcast now and to be able to have people to actually talk to and help because every time my name's brought up in the, in the freaking hunt snark thing, I get like a ton of followers. So I'm well, like, thank you. and, um, also I wanted to thank you all because you definitely helped me get my money back from Ashley Molstead. What do you, what, what do you, okay. I need to hear about this. I didn't know about this. Okay. No, so I've been like, oh, I, I've had like a crazy, like last month or two. So I'm kind of out of the loop. So you'll have to tell me about it. So um, in 2021, I bought um, Ashley Molstead's Body Positivity Badass course. And um, she, I did, I went through, I actually bought both courses. So it was a total of like 197 and 497 is how much I paid for it. And um, the first course, I went through it. The second course, uh, I went through it with her. So we had our Zoom calls and everything. Yep. and. While I was in that call, like, I kind of felt like this really feels like I'm just listening to her on her stories. Like, this does not 
seem like something I should have paid for. Right. Right. Yeah. But I'm still, it's 2020. It's, I'm still in it. I'm still in the beach body trying to push my business forward. And Ashley Mole said it's going to help me do this. Right. Yeah. And um, so the second course comes and I mean, I basically listened to probably about one or two of the zoom calls but didn't wasn't able to attend the other ones live because I was working or whatever. Yes. So last from 2021 until recently, uh, well, until a couple months ago, I had been trying to log into my account to get access for it of it. Because if you go to her website, it states that you have lifetime access after you buy her body positive badass course. Okay. And even before I started this whole entire, you know, anti-MLM stuff I was still I couldn't get in I could not get in it was like my stuff was locked out Uh, the only thing I had access to was like the little pdf that she basically sent us um and that was it like a little three or four slides per lesson okay yeah and um so we the first time that we did I think it was like an infiltrated call me we uh me dc Amy and Jen um, and Amber, we did it on, I think we infiltrated like a call for, um, no, DC infiltrated their what what is coaching sneak peek group. And we did a live reaction on YouTube to Ashley Molstead's videos from that group, right? And um, I was still trying to get a hold of the, the body positive badass course because I wanted people to understand that what she is selling is trash. Like she, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's never, she focuses it on um, intuitive eating and she's never read the whole book. She says that she's read part of a workbook. And so it's a, it's a, it's a money scam, right? Yeah. yeah. Ashley and I said, can I please have access to my, to my, my course? And she responded back. I'm sure. Well, her, her assistant responded back and said, you should be able to access it here and gave me access for a quick little second. And then Ashley responded back and said, I'm sure. So I responded back to her and said, I'm sorry, whatever you gave me, I'm not able to get in. Um, do I need to change my password? Like, what do I need to do? Sure. So then I get a response back from Ashley Molstead herself and says, we saw your YouTube video and I can, I'm sure you can understand why I have denied you access. You still paid for it. Right. So I took to Instagram. Well, Instagram found it. And then the Hun snark Reddit thread found it and they went off. Everybody went off. Give Cheryl her money back. Right. And Ashley Molstead actually did. She PayPal'd wow. me the She PayPal'd me the money at like one o'clock in the morning. And she gave me my money back. She was probably up drinking or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's mean of me, but. but well. It's true. So, yeah. Fed, right? Well, like, and it was because of, like, the Instagram family and the Reddit family. Like, because of the, you all, like, you, I spent a whole year trying to get access to my stuff. And she would not even respond to me. Like, I didn't even exist. So, what it took for me is to actually do, like, a YouTube video on her showing how we infiltrated her what is coaching group in Facebook to actually get noticed by Ashley Molstead. Well, and you know, I found that that's the way that you really need to get any kind of 
um, resolution with a lot of these hunts, you know, um, I can't, now is a terrible time for me to try to think of a, a certain moment to put my finger on, but there's been instances where, you know, Reddit has said things and um, posted things and then, you know, they'll kind of walk back something or yeah. something, there'll be a slight change in something. And while it is slight and while it's not necessarily everything we'd like to see, it's something, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, I didn't start this page to be a hater. I didn't start this page to be a bully. I didn't do any of that. I didn't start this podcast to do any of that. I started this podcast to give people a place to be able to share their stories so other people can realize that they're not alone. Because there are so many people out there that really feel like it was only their experience. I was never past an, um, an Emerald Beachbody coach. So there's a lot of people that are like, well, why do you even feel like you need to speak out? And I'm like, because I spent eight years trying to push my way to the top. And the only far, as far as I could get was an emerald coat. Well, and they gaslit you and they made it feel, they made it sound like it was your fault. They yeah. made it sound like it was, you know, impossible not to. Yeah. And, and that if, if there was a problem, it was you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Peggy Smalls, Smalls, I just want you to know that I am extremely thankful that you decided to come onto my show today. Um, and I can't wait to actually have a conversation with the both of you. And um, has there anything that you wanted to cover today that we did not cover? Um, no, I don't believe so. I mean, we, we covered a lot. And um, if anybody writes back in and they have any questions and they want to have another discussion, I'm I've got plenty of time to talk about it. Just let me know and I can come back and we can chat about it again. So I'd like to, I'd really like to figure out a way to do like a live Q and A with people where they can actually call in and we can answer their questions, but I, sure. don't, know how, I don't know how to do that and I'm going to figure it out. So well, um, if there's any I, listeners who are listening, who might know an avenue for that, I would, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. I would love to do it. I think that it would be super fun. Um, and just so everybody does know, we will be having another interview with Ms. Hagee Smalls and um, the other moderator um, or the cre other creator of the Reddit thread. You, the end is what? Sorry? Oh, sorry. The other a moderator is you, the end is what? User slash the end is okay. what? Yeah. I do have, a, I'll ask that question to you when I get off here. Um, well, maybe everybody else has that question. How do you change your name on Reddit? You can't. So my, I'm not going to tell you my Reddit threat, my Reddit, because okay. it's really funny and it irritates the crap out of me um, because of what my name is. Like, it's funny. So like I have, I will say I've had like, you know, a couple different threads just, or not, not threads. I'm sorry. Usernames like for career advice um, that I want to get, you know, because I always feel like, you know, the, this is mostly my Hans Mark. Um, this is my main Reddit account, but like, if I have something that's career specific that I want to ask, I have and or parent stuff or, you know, medical st stuff that I want to ask about. Um, I have one of, you know, another, um, well, two other ones, but the other one is pretty much collecting dust right now. But one other one that I use for that, because you can't change your name. Once you have a name on Reddit, it's your name on Reddit. I'm going to have to get myself another name, just yeah. a second account. Yeah. All right. Um, and I do have a question for you. The final question that I'll ask you is what advice would you give to anyone um, if they were thinking about joining an MLM? Um, I would, after seeing, you know, what we've heard our users on, on Huntsmart say, I would ask yourself before you go into it, be clear about what you're looking to get out of it. 
be clear about what you think it's going to do for you. Um, give yourself, you know, a time allotment to accomplish these goals. Um, mm -hmm. And if it's, if, if your conscience or if not your conscience, but your intuition is telling you that, you know, something isn't quite right, listen to it. Right. Yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. All right, Haggis Malls. Well, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you joining. Um, do you want to give a shout out to um, about your Instagram account one more time before we? Yeah, um, Moose and Mika's Adventures, and we also have um, the Hun Snark. We're at Hun Snark on Twitter. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's not very big, and we have I think the Humble Brag on TikTok. Okay. Um, that hasn't I haven't had time to do much with those, but those are the accounts. Moose and Mika's Adventures. There's the Humble Brag on TikTok, and okay. um, Hun Snark. Yeah, Hun Snark on Twitter. Hun Snark on Reddit as well. That's the Hun Snark Reddit thread. Yep, Hun Snark is on Reddit. Um, and I will put all of those links in the show notes so people can get in touch with you, especially the ones you want to try to be a moderator. Um, and uh, and I'll give you the. Uh, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry. There's a little bit of a delay. The um, police report. Yes. And the, a copy of the police report. It's a link in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam, I'm so excited that Hagee Smalls came to visit us today. And I hope that you all got some value from this conversation with her. And I hope that wherever you're listening to this, you're having a great day, evening, morning, night, whenever you decide to take a listen. And I'll see you all next Monday. All right, fam, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Call Cheryl Hun, You're in a Cult. I hope you found value in this episode. I hope there is something in this episode that you can relate to. And I hope there's something in this episode that you can take away from. As always, I appreciate your support. If you have a story that you would like to share, please feel free to email me at callcherylhun at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram at call Cheryl Hunt. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this episode. And I'll see you next Monday.